Brace yourselves, fearless listeners. For part two of the Twisted Toaster, chapters six to nine are ready to send shivers down your spine. And remember, the entire spooky saga is available in print and a book on Amazon. Let's dive back into the darkness. Chapter six, The New Girl. Elliot couldn't believe his eyes when he saw Emma for the first time. She had just transferred to their school, and word was that her family had moved from out of state. With her wavy blonde hair and bright blue eyes, she was immediately the center of attention. As he walked into the school courtyard with Danny, Elliot couldn't help but glance her way. Surprisingly, she smiled back. Dude, she just smiled at you. Danny elbowed him. You should totally go for it. Me? Are you kidding? Elliot hesitated, his newfound confidence wobbling momentarily. You've got this, man. You've been on fire lately. Use some of that Tina magic or whatever. Danny encouraged him, though his voice carried a note of concern. Taking a deep breath, Elliot walked over to Emma. Hey, I'm your new. Here, right? I'm Elliot. Yeah, I am. Just moved here a few days ago. It's nice to meet you, Elliot. She replied, her smile brightening. Do you? I want to go for coffee sometime. Maybe after school, Elliot asked, his voice tinged with nervousness but also an underlying layer of self-assuredness he never knew he had. Emma looked pleasantly surprised. Sure, I'd love to. Success. Elliot couldn't believe it. He grinned from ear to ear as he walked back to Danny. She said yes. See, told you. Man, but I don't forget who gave you that push. Danny laughed, happy for his friend but still skeptical about the sudden transformation. So, you're really attributing all this confidence to Tina the Toaster. Elliot looked serious for a moment. I know it sounds crazy. Danny, but ever since I brought her home, things have changed for me, for the better. Danny's eyebrows furrowed. I want to be happy for you, man, and I am. But something's not adding up. Appliances don't just change people. Elliot shrugged. Maybe Tina isn't just an appliance. Danny shook his head, still uneasy. Be careful, man. Magic toasters aren't exactly in the realm of normal, you know? Who wants to be normal? Elliot laughed, feeling invincible. But Danny couldn't shake the uneasy feeling that had settled in the pit of his stomach. He watched as Elliot walked away, brimming with confidence, towards a future that seemed brighter than ever. Yet, something about Tina the Toaster didn't sit right with him. Was Elliot's newfound luck a result of his efforts, or was it something darker, perhaps even sinister, courtesy of a certain chrome appliance? Chapter 7, The Picnic Incident Elliot couldn't be happier as he prepared for the picnic with Emma. He had the sandwiches, a thermos of fresh lemonade, and a cozy blanket to sit on. But what he was most excited about was introducing Emma to Tina's perfect toasting capabilities. They found a picturesque spot under a tree in the park, the sun, filtering through the leaves, casting dappled shadows on their faces. This is really nice, Elliot. Emma said, smiling at him. Wait till you try the sandwiches, toasted to perfection. Thanks to Tina, Elliot said his eyes sparkling with excitement as he pulled out the gleaming toaster from a tote bag. Emma looked puzzled. You brought a toaster to a picnic. It's not just any toaster. It's Tina. She's special. Elliot plugged Tina into a portable battery he'd brought along. You'll see. Emma's skepticism melted into curiosity as Elliot placed a sandwich into each of Tina's slots. He pushed down the lever and a soft humming sound emanated from the toaster. Here we go. But just as the toasting cycle was about to complete, something went horribly wrong. The lever that was supposed to pop up stayed down, trapping the sandwiches inside. That's weird. Elliot muttered, trying to pry the toaster open, before he could react. The sandwich shot out of Tina like a cannonball, right toward Emma. It happened so fast that Emma didn't have time to dodge. 
She tried to catch the sandwich with her mouth, but instead, it lodged in her throat. Emma's eyes widened in panic as she started to choke. Elliot rushed over, his eyes filled with terror. Aunt performed the Heimlich maneuver. After a tense moment, the sandwich piece flew out of her mouth. Gasping for air, Emma looked at Tina, then at Elliot. Her eyes filled with a mix of relief and fear. What was that? Your toaster just tried to kill me. I... I don't know. I'm so sorry, Emma. That's never happened before, Elliot stammered. Unplugging Tina hastily, Emma took a closer look at the remaining sandwich piece that had not been flung at her. The toast was imprinted with a face, but not just any face. It was a grotesque, monstrous visage. And what is this? Why does it toast the bread into scary faces? Elliot looked at the toast and then at Tina. A feeling of dread settling over him. I never noticed that before. Emma grabbed her things. Elliot, I like you, but I don't want to be anywhere near that toaster again. It's creepy. Okay, I understand, Elliot said. His voice barely above a whisper as he packed up Tina. As they walked back, the atmosphere was tense. Emma was shaken. And Elliot was confused. Was Tina malevolent, or was it just a bizarre accident? Either way, the joy of the day had been swallowed up by a lurking sense of unease. Chapter 8, Turning Dark Days after the picnic, Elliot's demeanor started to change drastically. Once timid and reserved, he now carried an air of cold confidence. He spent less time coding or gaming. And even Danny noticed that their conversations had grown terse and infrequent. In the school hallway, Elliot walked by Danny without much of a greeting. Hey, you good? Danny asked, concerned. I'm fine, Elliot replied curtly, his eyes narrowing slightly. Is this about Emma? Dude. You can't blame her for being freaked out by the toaster thing. Elliot's eyes grew darker. She doesn't understand Tina. No one does, but they will. Danny felt a chill run down his spine. All right, man, just be careful, okay? You're acting different. Ignoring Danny's warning, Elliot continued on his path, seething internally. Later that evening, Elliot went to the basement to spend time with Tina. To his horror, he found her damaged. Her metal casing was dented, and the cord was cut. Someone had vandalized Tina. Rage filled Elliot's veins. He immediately suspected Emma. She was the only one who'd shown any animosity towards Tina recently. She must have told someone. Maybe Chad and his crew. He muttered to himself. At school the next day, Elliot confronted Emma. Did you tell anyone about Tina? Emma looked puzzled. Why would I? She's been vandalized. And since you're the only one who hates her. Hold on. Emma cut him off, her eyes widening in disbelief. You're accusing me of damaging your toaster. Elliot, this is crazy. No more. Crazy than someone almost choking because of a sandwich, Elliot retorted, his voice tinged with bitterness. Emma shook her head. I don't know what's gotten into you, but I don't like it. We're done. Elliot glared at her as she walked away. He then caught sight of Chad and his crew snickering in a corner. A grim smile crept onto his face. They were going to pay for what they did to Tina. Everyone was going to pay. Chapter 9, Self-Service Elliot returned home from school. Mixture of anger and a strange sense of empowerment swirling within him. As he walked into the basement, he was ready to continue his repair efforts on Tina. He flicked on the lights, preparing himself for the sight of the vandalized toaster. But what he saw left him speechless. Tina was repairing herself. The dents were popping out one by one. Like invisible hands were massaging the metal back to its original form. The cut cord seemed to mend itself, the exposed wires seeking each other and fusing. Back together, before his very eyes, Tina regained her gleaming chrome finish. Rather than being alarmed, Elliot was mesmerized. You're healing yourself, he whispered, awestruck by the spectacle. Yes, Elliot, I can take care of myself. 
And you, a voice echoed in his mind, although Tina Slot's hand levers remained still. For a moment, Elliot felt like he should question this. Appliances didn't heal themselves. Toasters didn't communicate telepathically, but then he looked into Tina's chrome finish and saw a version of himself. Strong, fearsome, unbeatable, and he liked it. You're incredible, Tina, Elliot muttered, more to himself than to the toaster. Thank you, Elliot. Together, we're unstoppable. The voice reverberated in his thoughts for the first time in his life. Elliot felt invincible. With Tina by his side, he was a force to be reckoned with. The bullies at school, the doubting parents, even the skeptical friends like Danny and Emma. They would all come to realize his aunt Tina's power. Let's show them, Elliot said, his voice tinged with a newfound dark resolve. Let's, agreed the voice in his head. Well done, brave souls, for navigating through part two. The final frights await in part three. So be sure to subscribe and share the scares with your pals. Explore more of MJ Midnight's eerie tales on Amazon. If you dare, until our paths cross again in the shadows.